Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Welcome along. This is Top Flight Time Machine, uh, Friday morning episode. We're going to have some prediction results and predictions for the future. We'll have a little bit of mailbag, I think, maybe, because we've been neglecting that a little bit. We will... Um, f- speaking of mailbag, we got an email earlier this morning, um, which is a bit out of the blue. Um, I don't think... It might be from George Weir, actually, because uh, it begins... Hi, President. And it says, Is there enough swim caps and triathlon belt for 2020 swimming event? Uh, have we been organising a 2020 swimming event that I don't know about, Sam? Is that something you've we been looking done. into? You know, sometimes when I stay up late because I've had too many coffees in the day, I start yeah. doing all sorts of things and then I forget by morning. And you've just set up a swimming event for 2020. I, mean, uh, I tell you what we fucking need to promote, to push the <laughs> podcast on in the new year. It's one a thing big event needs. like, I don't know, a fucking swimming gala, right? <laughs> that, that'll get people's fucking attention, right? There's not like a swimming gala to raise funds and awareness. <laughs> if there's one thing this podcast is lacking, it's water-based activity. It's so, competitive swimming co- contests. So the email goes on, my name is Penny from F2 Swim. As a supplier of Hoob and Zoot Sports, we develop swim cap with different personalised design. And then uh-huh. there's a, a list Jeff, of... Keep uh, talking. Yeah, you got me interested. Like yeah, personalised, you say. Nice. What's the detail? What's the catch? What's the catch here? Sounds too good to be true. I didn't have a swimming <laughs> event lined up, but now you've mentioned it, I think I'm going to get one going. Uh, I don't, and, I, 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 I've never thought about this before, but I've been raised to know one thing. Don't look a fucking gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> so Penny Penny then lists a small quantity from 50 caps, silicone yeah. and latex cap, latex cap options. Nice. I'm probably going to want both, to be honest. <laughs> Over 10 colours caps to be chosen. Fucking Does- hell. Talk me through the colours. What sort of things are we talking? Standard <laughs> colours or your more unusual shades? <laughs> Do you do Azure? That's my only question. Uh, pr- printing logo, name and numbers on swim cap. Uh, Fuck now. Fast turnaround time if you need to receive goods quickly. Yeah, so, well, I probably will, to be honest, because yeah. now uh, my mind's buzzing with ideas now. And once, I'm, once I've made a decision on something, that's it. I want it done. I can't wait around. This swimming event's all become a bit of a blur. Uh, I, I just need to get. What can it you done. get for me by Monday? I need, right? to, get, I need to get all done ASAP. Uh, and she can, also... I pay, can I pay an extra charge for you to expedite <laughs> production and delivery? Can you bike them over? <laughs> um, so she says we are pleasure to provide samples if any interest. 
So there we are. And then thanks in advance, Penny Zoo, marketing manager of F2 Swim. So, uh, yeah. And it looks like a legitimate business as well because the email address is f2swim10 at 163.com. So if wow, it's, they, if it's, I if think it's they check the, out. Yeah, if it's on the 163.com domain, I think that's like a, a check mark of quality yeah. and uh, reliability. Yeah. So It checks uh, out. Well, yeah. I think let's do it. We'll let's just send them some money it. over. Yeah. Fantastic. That's good. So everyone look I've forward had a bit to of the correspondence end. today from the uh, school saying yeah. that my daughter's attendance has dropped below 95%. All right. To my mind, that seems quite high. 95%. Like, yeah. so say she's on 94 or 94.5. I'd be like, well done. Here's a cream cake. Yeah. You fucking got. But no, to them, they're, they're extremely concerned. They have said that any future absences need to be backed up with medical evidence. Right. I don't know whether that means blood or urine samples or what. Yeah. And if it continues to fall, we are liable to fines. Did you know about this? Yeah, of course. If you don't send your kids you to school, you fined? get fined. I've never been fined. I send my kids into school, whatever's going on. Sometimes I've got but to boot them through the mate, gate. I'm a freeman of the land. Well, right? you would tell that to the court, pal, because you're going to end up there. I can't believe it. She's 95%, right? Or mm. just below 95%. I don't know how long she had. She had maybe accumulatively a couple of weeks, 10 days, with, with legitimate illnesses, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my wife is harsh. I'm a soft touch, but my wife will fucking send them to school, like, you Whatever. know, with a fucking arm hanging off. Do you know what I mean? Um, so there's, they don't, you know, they don't, with whoever around, they're not going to fucking do any malingering, right? Yeah. But whatever, legitimately ill. And I'm like, sorry, this is probably old news to you and a lot of people, but I can't believe it, mate. It's quite expensive. When did they fucking introduce this? I'm not fucking paying any money. She wants well, a day off. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. part of the social. It's it's part of the social contract, isn't it? You know, but social contract implies that it's some sort of like unwritten yeah. deal that we kind mm. of all enter into willingly. Well, like a social contract to me. Mm. Tony Blair used to talk about, and he'd talk about rights and obligations. So he, you know, it would basically yeah, well, say, "Listen, right? Yeah, you get support from the state. Yeah, but by extension, you should conform." to some of the rules of the state. So well, you should, what, that's should what's going pay on here, your taxes. Yeah, exactly. You should pay your taxes if you can. You should try not to commit crime. Yeah. And you all kind of go, yeah, all right, I kind of sign up to that. That yeah, sounds whatever. fair. I'll do it, yeah. What, what, what time's X Factor? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but this, this is like saying, like, by the way, cunts, if your kid tries to take more than, like, two weeks off in a year, yeah. right, then you better fucking have some medical paperwork to back it up mm-hmm. or we are going to fucking destroy you. Yeah. Well, it's probably in the rules and regulations. You'll have been given a school brochure. It'll be in there. I've got no sympathy for you. But as you've said, you're a freeman of the land, so when it goes to court, you, you're bulletproof, basically. So What do you think of this? Round the corner from my uh, house, there's a private school. Ooh. And really near on the main road, and it's a really flashy private school. It's like... When in an American film, someone goes to a private school and it's called yeah. something Academy and it just looks like a really flash country hotel. Yeah. Anyway, that's right near my house. And um, obviously my kids don't go there because, you know, partly I would say it's because of my social principles, but also I'm quite tight financially. <laughs> right. And, and I, if you're going to get but, something for free, why the fuck would you pay for it? Exactly. Why would you do that? And uh, <laughs> but but listen. 
What? These cunts, right? If I've been out in the morning or the afternoon and I'm coming back in my car, yeah. the fucking queues of four-wheel drives and taxis, yeah. Andy, black yeah. cabs, what? down the, the fucking... the kids Yeah, up. down Fuck the fucking me. street. Down the, oh, they don't fucking pick them up themselves. They've all got the fucking nannies or a cabbie doing it, right? And the taxis will be on account as well, won't they? That's what they do. They just fucking opt out of parenting. Fucking pay for it. <laughs> See you when you're fucking 18, cunts. Or better still, when you're 22, you left uni and you got yourself a fucking job. Right. <laughs> Until then, fucking get a cab. It's on account. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll be all right. It's down you... the fucking road. And what I want to know is this, right? Mm-hmm. You're paying for your kids to go to a school because, let's be honest, you just don't, you know... The real reason is you just can't bear the thought of your children having to fraternise with kids yeah. who've got regional accents or different colour skin because you, you're, you're scared also, of them. And you, you're also wanting to appear to get them up the ladder of, of life and society. You want to cheat. When, when, yeah, you want to cheat, uh, but what you're doing is you're bringing up retarded kids who don't know how to fucking function retarded. properly unless they're hanging around people who are who look and sound and behave exactly like them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're ghettoising your children. So... They're all fucking there, and but on top of that, right? They're so they're, they're, it's all fear. It's all fear based, isn't it? All yeah. this stuff. It's all fucking based on fear. Fear that you've bought into as a result of the fucking stories you're being told by the newspapers about mm-hmm. how dangerous everyone and everything is, right? Yeah. So out of fear, you sent them to this school. Fine, that's your fucking choice. I'm not that militant about it, although I sound like I am. It's like if you want to send your kids there, that's your fucking choice, right? <laughs> Everyone's got choices to make. But on you top of that. Do it. On top of that, you are too scared for them to get public transport into the school as well. Again, because mm. you think that they may encounter demons in the mm. form of ethnic minorities, kids, uh, people from the lower classes. Your kids. Do you know what I mean? Working people, working men. Yeah. Working children, the children of working men. Chimney sweeps. You know, <laughs> chimney sweeps, right? The sorts of children who are sent to school with baked beans poured directly into their satchels <laughs> Intravenous as their packed lunch. In their in their yeah. branded sportswear, yeah. right? And But that is the truth. It's like, why are you fucking driving them all in? They're already going to a posh school because you want to incubate yeah. them in that. And on top of that, you're scared of them fucking getting on a fucking bus or walking down the street. Yeah. There's, it's, there's Basically, it's racist. It's insulation because then... When these kids rise to the top, which they will naturally because they've gone to private school, they'll have no empathy whatsoever with the people who are working for them and they'll be fucking resented because they can't fucking deal with people properly. And, well, and that's, the, that's and the exactly goes it. To shit and, and, a little bit but further. But sometimes, sometimes they get their comeuppance, right? Because sometimes some of these kids, they, they, they don't rise as fast as you think they might, specifically mm. because they lack the fucking... Uh, with social know-how because they're just unused to dealing with different people, right? Yeah. All different mix of people. And and they haven't got a fucking clue about how to wipe their ass because there's been someone doing it for them their yeah. whole lives, right? Yeah. I remember these kids at university who came from these sorts of lives and they were fucking, they lost their shit because they just couldn't fucking function. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to cook. They didn't know how to make a cup of tea. They didn't know how to get from A to B without someone helping them. And they just fucking collapsed. And then you see it in work situations as well. And, um, you know, fucking hell, I've got mates of my age, contemporaries who I met at university who went to private school and now, like, all over the fucking shop because they never fucking got by. And you're right, people think they're cunts as well because yeah. they can't fucking... 
you know, I should add, there's lots of fucking perfectly nice, sane and adept people who are privately educated as well. This isn't a blind prejudice. For me, it's not a blind prejudice. I suspect for Andy it is. But for me, <laughs> I'm not I'm not any of them. It just wind me up, mate, because I'm getting a letter, right? And they, these people at the private school, they're not subject to those rules, by the way. No. Their kids can have as many days off as they want. But and the head of their any. academy... The head of their academy is like, fucking send them in or don't, mate. It's all fucking profit for oh, me. As long as your sobs keep getting paid. Exactly. Yeah. If you, it's better for them if the kids don't turn up because it's more profit, isn't yeah. it? If you don't send them in, then it's less wear and tear on the books and the rulers. And yeah. I haven't got to less buy new stuff. fucking money to the teachers. Yeah. Everything. Right? Don't send them in. Suits me. Fine. Pay your fucking money and keep the little concert home. And if, fucking if, everyone's if, happy. If you're out of work and they're sick, just pay for one of them taxis to get... And just drive them yeah. round in a taxi for the day. Drive them round, take them, see the fucking sights. There's Tower <laughs> of London, right? There's the fucking London Eye. Keep going round in circles till it's home time. <laughs> Stick yeah. them in the back with a fucking iPad. <laughs> no, I've, I haven't got a blind prejudice. I just think anyone who's privately educated needs to come out of it and then go on and do things that are fucking extraordinary. Because that amount of money's been invested in making them into supposedly yeah, mate, extraordinary what? people. Yeah, but hang on a minute. Because they've had money spent on them from world yeah. background, that does not mean that they are not subject to the same emotional and mental slings and arrows as any of the rest of us. Yeah, it's all relative. I, I, they, I just, they're going to have their problems. Money can't, can't stop you being human. Yeah, they're going to have their problems like anyone else. I don't know if they do, because I assume that they've just they been do. brought up emotionless. <laughs> by, by by the kind of people that would send them... I mean, I'm, I'm tying in boarding school into this as well, which I think is one of the most evil yeah, things yeah. anybody could possibly do. Yeah. Send the kids to boarding school at, like, age four. I know a bloke, right? I know a bloke. <laughs> and he... I know a bloke. There's two really famous private schools near where I live, right? One is St. Paul's, which is where George Osborne went, right? Right. I don't know how much it costs, like, probably whatever. I don't know how much these places cost, like, 20, 30 grand a year, whatever. And... um George Osborne, it was always referred to in Cameron's cabinet as Oik because he went to this school and <laughs> oh, not to like one of the big hell. famous yeah. Eton or something, right? Yeah. But this school, St. Paul's, is like a fucking really famous school, like loads of captains of industry. It's like, yeah. but in that circle, he was considered the common one because the, he went it, and because he was a day boy, which meant that he didn't fucking didn't stay. sleep over. But I know a bloke, right? I won't name him. He's an all right bloke. Again, I knew him at university, right? And he lived in the area that I now live in, but he grew up around here, right? Mm. And he, uh, and St. Paul's was his local school. But get this, right? St. Paul's does have dormitories. So they have Mm. kids who come in and go out every day, just as normal pupils, Mm -hmm. right? Dear boys. And I see them, the day boys, right? Who's the day boy? I see them, and even though they're just adolescent boys, right, who yeah. are very often completely polite. I mean, because I see them, they'll be on the bus or whatever. They'll be perfectly courteous, right? Yeah. Uh, most most of them. And they're no problem at all, whatever. <laughs> they're all a bunch of Frank Lampards. They're not going to give me any shit, right? <laughs> but I am such a fucking man-child that in my head, <laughs> I still sneer and sort of mutter things about them under my breath. Even if I'm with my own kids, I'll be actual, like, look at these fucking children. dickheads. Actual they're children. children. They're children. <laughs> they're actually... Pati- I, I, I genuinely say this. Some of those kids, over the years, they've been particularly polite. Yeah. Like, for instance... They, when my daughter was in like year 
whatever two or three yeah. at her primary school. St Paul's made an of they've got their own on-site massive Olympic standard swimming pool, and obviously, <laughs> my kids' school is like on a council estate, basically, yeah. right? And uh, but they very kindly came. They said we would like to make our swimming pool available to your disgusting children <laughs> as long as they wash thoroughly. Yeah. As long as you de-louse them. Please bring your own bleach as well for afterwards. But anyway, it was nice to them, I suppose. But their attitude is, look, we've got a load of fucking resources on this school, right? And there's other schools around here that have fuck all resources. So what we're going to do is say, come and use our fucking resources. We got that many. We can't fucking, we don't know what to do (laughs) with them. We got got swimming pools here. No one's ever fucking used. (laughs) We got resources coming out of our fucking assholes over here. Okay, now if we don't use them, they'll get taken away. (laughs) Right. So they came and said that. And it's like, nice, right? So they had this sort of, for like six months, they had a weekly swimming lesson at the school. Yeah. And one and it was walk it's walking distance. And but one week, um I for some reason I was late taking my daughter in and the someone said they've already gone to St. Paul's for their swimming lesson. Right. You'll have to take her there yourself. Take her there yourself, dickhead, you're late. <laughs> so I went, All right, fine, come on. So I'd never been in it before. So we walked around the corner to this school and walked through these fucking huge, fancy, ornate gates, you know. It's yeah. like you've got, you're going into Elton John's house or something. <laughs> and you walk down the drive and there's literally manicured gardens and all the rest of it. And I am being just a twat in my head. So, fucking look at these cunts, little fucking shithead, <laughs> bunch of fucking Frank Lampard cunts. Can't wait to do a fucking shit on the headmaster's desk, right? But... I'm being all like that in my head. I don't. Not, my daughter's too young now. I pass on all my prejudices to my kids because yeah. they're old enough. Yeah. But back then, I was managing to keep a lid on it. And uh, I see one of these cunts coming the other way. One of these Frank Lampards with his blazer and his mm. fucking neat hairstyle and all of that. And Shiny thinking, shoes. And you you want to think what you want to think is. He's going to be a really smug, entitled little shit, <laughs> yeah. right? Little Lord Fontaine. And in fact, what happened was he broke off from his conversation with his friend and said, excuse me, are you uh, a bit lost? I, I noticed that you look a bit um, like, do you know where you're going? And I said, well, we're actually here. Yeah, yeah. No, we're fine, you little twat. Right, I was like that. No, don't worry, mate. I know where I'm fucking going. Do you know where you're I'm going? Not, I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah. You can't fucking talk down to me, you know. I went to university. In I'm a fucking journalist and everything. Right. And he said, do you do you know where you're going? And I said, well, she's here for a swimming lesson, isn't it? And she, he went, oh, uh, the, swimming les- the swimming bar's just up there. In fact, it's fine. I'll take you. And I said, well, no, it's all right. I'll pull me over. He went, no, no, it's fine. I will take you. And he's like, this kid's like 13. And he walks us all the way there, goes really out of his way. Yeah. And on the way, just makes really easy chat. Like, <laughs> so, um, oh, and you go to Lowther. Yes, I, I think I know that school. Yes, that's that's great. That's great. And uh, and do you live locally? Oh, fine, like it's, that. It's, and I'm it's like, super that they have cunt. schools like that. <laughs> you people. The fucking cunt. He's really confident <laughs> and polite. <laughs> He's just a really nice, intelligent kid. <laughs> fucking bastard. <laughs> he looks me in the eye and everything. <laughs> so that was a bit... That sort of contradicts almost everything else yeah. I've said. I think, to be fair, if that's an overriding thing with everything we do and see on this podcast, we're generally wrong. Yeah. We're generally wrong. Just know wrong. that when we, make um, the, when we say these things, they're based entirely on uninformed fear, prejudice. ignorance. And bitterness. Yeah. Bitterness, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
insecurity, huge amount of insecurity yeah, informs so, most yeah. of my opinions. Yeah. But uh, never mind, that's why we're here. To yeah, kind of, I can't even remember where I got onto it. I regret the whole thing. I, but anyway, do, well I, done, got, everyone. Was it, was it, it was about the Swimming Festival, wasn't it? Jalapeño. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. I went to a legitimate celebrity party that was covered in the newspapers on Tuesday night. It was Eamon Holmes' surprise 60th birthday. What, what, his when birth, I first his got, birthday was when a I, surprise or the party was? Is the party was, yeah. Sorry, that was the cheap When laugh. I first got there, Andy, this mm-hmm. is to indicate to you how star-studded it was. Yeah. When I first arrived, I before I'd even so much as got my coat off, I spent the first 20 minutes of the party mm-hmm. having a really solid, sustained conversation with Anthea Turner. Whoa! Wow. Me and her, one-on-one, me telling her, her telling me about her new relationship... I'd never met her before. What, was that in case you, that, she thought you were going to try and pull her? She just started talking about a new fella. Hey. I think that's what hey, it was. listen, joy boy. Right, <laughs> I can see your sort. Well, I can, I can tell, I can just tell put, by your age. Looking at you, yeah. you know what? Early 40s? Yeah. You'll yeah. have been fucking knocking one out of me 30 <laughs> yeah. years ago. When well, I was doing Blue a, Peter, Top of the Pops, all that. It's not well, an offer. Let's just... Let, let's just fucking draw a line right now before you waste anyone's time. No way. I've got a fella. I'm in a relationship. If you caught, you're unlucky. Caught me a couple of weeks ago. I might have considered it. Now, no way. I'm in a relationship. And this time, I'm going to make it work. I might, I might have considered it, but just short term. And maybe it's a bit of a novelty. But no, no chance now. No chance, sunshine. But since you're here, grab us a drink and I'm going to tell you a little bit about this new fella I'm seeing. He's a fucking diamond. Honestly, I've never met her before. She just started telling me all about it. It was amazing. Was and then she, the night. Um, was she confident? Did she look you in the eye? Super confident. Is she private school? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But nah, but she's yeah, not. I wouldn't be surprised. But she was absolutely great. And then I had all these other great conversations. One bloke, the famous celebrity PR, Gary Farrow, Elton John's former PR. Yeah. Elton John's right-hand man for like about 30, 40 years. Right. Fell out a few years ago. So obviously I'm straight into like, what do you think of the book? Tell me about the book. But he was like, he wasn't keen on it. He wasn't keen on me describing it as the best book ever written. Oh, so there's a bit of atmosphere. Because there's a lot of kind of mutual resentment between them. So I thought, well, that's their business. Yeah. But I tapped him up for a few little inside stories. Can't say him on air. We'll tell you off air. Good. Uh, But he did tell me that 
he did tell me a story that I can tell because apparently it was covered in the press and times so it's in the public domain. He told me that in the early 80s, he started seeing... Red Hot Contents! Um, I've just cut out that story you were starting to tell there because we've subsequently looked online and can see no trace of it whatsoever. So uh, <laughs> never mind. It's a good story, though. I enjoyed hearing good it. Good story. And it it's... wasn't about Natalie and Bruglia no, before you asked. No, I was going to say, we'll file it away with the Natalie and Bruglia story as ones that we're never allowed to talk about publicly. Mm. Uh, that's a shame, but never mind. I'm, lo- I'm looking at a story about Anthea Turner being engaged to a Mark Armstrong after just five months. Uh, he's a tycoon. Is this a recent story? This is the new is this one, re- yeah. Yeah, he's this ty- is it. He's a tycoon. He's four years younger than she is, but that's fine. Um, yeah. I know all about him. Apparently yeah, he's oh. in the nightclub business. His hairstyle suggests he's in the nightclub business, yeah. And he's he's got a... Funny enough, that was one of the things. She showed me a picture. Well, I didn't know what to say, <clears> did I? Oh, he's handsome. Do you, do you want to see a picture? I mean, I'm not going to say, nah, not really. nah, I'm not bothered, to be honest. <laughs> I'm still reeling from the fact that me and you's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm continuing with the conversation, even though I can't wait to end it and walk away. Cause, I uh, want to fucking get away ASAP, see who else is here. <laughs> see if Natalie Bruglia's turned up. See if fucking Sarah Green's knocking about, right? <laughs> Legitimate I've struck widow. you off my list. Go on then, show us the fucking picture if you get must. Over, get right, over with. So she showed me it and I was like, I didn't know what to say. So I just went, he's got a lovely head of hair on him. <laughs> That's what I said. I didn't know what else to say to Anthea Turner about her new boyfriend. He's got a lovely head of hair on him. Yeah, and he does. Looking at him, he, he absolutely does, yeah. Yeah, so it didn't sound like a piss take. No. Beautiful stuff. What else happened at this party? Anything else you can talk about? Uh, My yeah, life's there was so a lot of compared to yours. The other people that I'd spent time talking to were Vanessa Feltz. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Hawkins off of Good Morning Britain. Ooh, yeah. Um, Syrah Khan off of Loose Women. Yeah. Um, was it those just were birds my that main. Was there then? I just only talked to birds. Yeah. <laughs> I only talked to celebrity women off the telly. Uh, some of whom I did already know, and some of whom I just sort of, in the case of Anthea Turner, didn't know, but found myself in conversation with and yeah. just sort of thought, just fucking go with it, son. See where it leads. You're a journalist. Your life's about experiences. You're a fucking journalist. Ride, just ride the wave. Start fucking probing. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget your catchphrase, son. Tell me it. Right. A, 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 no, fucking get round telling a, people to tell you it. ABP, a, always be probing. <laughs> See where it takes you. Don't think, just talk. Yeah. Don't think. Just switch your fucking brain off like Luke does when he's in that X Wing. Yeah. Fucking yeah. use the force, Luke. Jedi journalism. <laughs> Yeah, Jedi journalism. Look, there's there's that Syrah Khan. Just go over, say hello, see what happens. (laughs) Get yourself probing. Don't tell you're a journalist, though, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a it's a showbiz party. Everyone's got their guard down. This could be very fucking fruitful. Well, I tell you one thing about the showbiz party that is fruitful is that. I'm obviously, so, I'm pretty much the only sober cunt there. Apart yeah, from Amy yeah. Holmes, who doesn't drink either. Right. But the most cunts, most of them were p- fully fucking, they were well-oiled, most yeah. of them. And I was just obviously sipping me water. Mm-hmm. And uh, none of them clocked that either. That's the other thing. They don't know that you're not pissed. Right. Did they think it was gin? 
I don't know. I don't know what they thought. They just don't fucking think about it, do they? They think about themselves, so, don't they? Fucking they think that's all they cunts. fucking think about these people. It's disgusting. Yeah. And then on the way home from that, <laughs> right when I was on the tube on the way home, Ooh. I uh, started logged onto Twitter and had to fucking contact you because, as if I hadn't had enough fucking interactions with celebrity ladies uh, in real life, Carol Decker was on my case on Twitter. <laughs> her off of Tapal. <laughs> She yeah, hadn't been that. at the party, but I think she'd been at something yeah. because she started like she was fucking commenting on on all the tweets and stuff. She'd she'd heard me on the radio earlier that day talking about alcohol, yeah. so she'd got involved in that. And then she'd obviously had a little look at my profile and seen my Noel Gallagher interview, and she tweeted me and Noel Gallagher mm. saying, "Nice to see Noel Gallagher like bigging up the eighties because she was saying how he was into eighties pop." Yeah. Um, considering how much he did to ruin my career. She didn't qualify that, but I felt as if she was implicating me in some way, Andy, which is why I felt I had to contact you immediately to get your read on well, the situation. You, you were the, you know, it's it's a case of shooting the messenger, isn't it, really? You Don't didn't. blame me, love. Yeah, exactly. Don't, honestly, I've been down this road before. No, I just fucking wrote down what that cunt said. I love to pal. China in your hands, fucking great track. Better than fucking Wonderwall any day of the week. <laughs> TTFN oh, Yeah but Decker it. Decker mm. was a bit busy wasn't she Yeah well you know Redhead fiery and all of that Like Vic Guthrie <laughs> Yeah exactly all those cliches yeah. Listen we're going to do some predictions Because <clears throat> we're about done for this one um, Let's have a look We've had the Premier League Midweek um, Amazon Carnival Which we've all enjoyed um, we managed mm. to get you got four points out of that. I got three points out of that and results, but Not got three points. So you know, standard middling kind of predicting. But um, am I enough. am I am I back on top now? You're top. Yeah, you're on eighty one. I'm on seventy six. Results bots on sixty five. Oh, you had a brief spell at the top last week, didn't last yeah, though? Well, you know, I'll, I'll come again. Don't worry. Yeah. Let's predict for this weekend. Then shall we? We'll start off. Would you like to go first or second? Uh, I will go second today, okay. please. Um, uh, it's Watford versus Crystal Palace, first of all. Um, I think this will be a 2-1 win to Crystal Palace. We're flying high uh, at the moment, the Eagles. Say it again. Say the fixture again. What, say the think. fixture. Tell me it. Watford Tell versus Crystal it. Palace. Oh, yeah, nil two. Nil two. Palace will win that too. You narrowed yeah. your eyes there as if you were reaching for some. I was really. I was thinking. I'm. I'm trying to apply a, a deeper this week, just for yeah. one week. I'm mixing things up and I'm going deep. I'm deep right. predicting. Deep predicting. All right. Okay. Well, you can go next with this one. It's your very own West Ham versus Arsenal. This could be mm, a batshit match. I, this. This will be dog shit, <clears> and I think that it will be. Well, I've got to say one nil to West Ham. Of course you have. Are you going along to that one? I don't know yet. I don't know, in all honesty. There's a bit of data I'm waiting on about my Monday evening. Okay. And I usually, you know, as you know, try to go to every home game. Hmm. But there's some other things that I might have to do. And to be honest, you know what it gets like? We were so poor against Wolves. I'm like, anyway, we'll see. <laughs> so I think 1-1 one, one for that one. Uh, then we go to League One, and it's Gillingham versus Sunderland. If you'd like to go first with that one. Oh, it's me to go first, isn't it? Sorry. Um, oh, fuck. Again, I've got to go with a win, haven't I? It's going to be oh, uh, 1-0 to Sunderland. 
I'm going to say 3-1 to Sunderland. Jesus. Insane. Okay. Uh, on to Results Bot's team of choice, which is Millwall. And they are at home on Friday evening, which is against Nottingham Forest on the telly. So what do you reckon? 2-1. Two, to Millwall? Yeah. I'm going to go 2-0 to Forest. Tottenham versus Burnley. Um, I don't know about this one. This is a tough one. Did you hear Mourinho talking about the Manchester United defeat? He praised no. Manchester United for basically lots of things that he would have instilled in them. He said that they, <laughs> they learned how they, they, they're, they're very good at uh, defending deep. He said they're very good at um, being mentally in control of their environment with it being a home game. And it was basically just saying, I made them win this. I won. <laughs> yeah, I won. Congratulations, yeah. me. Yeah. I won the game. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Spurs Burnley I'm going to go for um, he'll get them back on track here I think 2-1 yeah I think it'll be 2-0 Tottenham 2-0 Tottenham and finally Brighton and Wolves Uh, Brighton of course with Graham Potter and his new 17 year contract I think that he's got um, we like what you've done so far. We like the way you've got us just above the relegation zone within your first few months in charge. And so we think that we should commit to a lifetime contract. Yeah. Meaning that in the unlikely event of us ever going off you or things going bad, which we just don't think is ever going to happen, we will have to pay you up <laughs> in its entirety, millions and millions and millions of pounds. But that, even though you haven't asked for this contract either, we want to give it to you yeah. because we just want to say thank you. Thank you for getting us to 16th in the table. <laughs> Love what you've done so much. Um, the, yesterday's Melchester episode, we're talking about flea bag football and managers that have got a plan and all oh, yeah. that kind of thing. And, and they're looking for a project to get into. Graham Potter is the flea bag of football, isn't he? Fucking hell. <laughs> like, anytime anyone says any of that shit about the project, the philosophy, the yeah. long term strategy, yeah. the vision. Just tweet them a picture of um, Claudio Ranieri smiling <laughs> and eating a big plate of spaghetti <laughs> in some sort of contrived publicity shot. <laughs> right, so, because he forevermore, Claudio Ranieri has made cunts out of anyone who makes out that football is complicated. <laughs> so Brighton versus Wolves. Um, it's you to go first this time. Brighton versus Wolves, I predict 1-0 to Wolves. 1-0 to Wolves. And 1-0 away win. That's the bubble burst there for Graham Potter. Um, I think this will finish 2-2. Have you seen Wolves? Well, I watched it last night. West Ham were poor. Of course I didn't and watch Wolves, it. Wolves are very decent. Wolves are now they are. fifth. Yeah, they are. So they people thought badly, they had a good they? season last season. They thought they'd gone downhill. But really, it was just that they were fucking adjusting to being in the Europa League. Yeah. Right? Now, I think they've been knocked out of the Europa League. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? But I think they have. And so he's just that fucking manager who's obviously a good bloke. Yeah. Right? He's he's gotten back on track. And they're fifth. But this fucking lad who they bought from Borough a couple of years ago, Adama Traore. Have you seen him? Fast boy. Yeah. He's so fast. But also, he just doesn't look like a footballer. He is like the most muscly footballer of all time. Yeah. 
He's like a squat little bloke with just muscles fucking bulging out of everywhere. He just doesn't look that he could possibly play football. Uh, but he, he fucking he's like lightning. Has he got any end product yet, or does he just still run very yeah. fast? Well, that's that's the thing is that he was a bit of a Tony Daly slash France Carr type character yeah. who just ran in a straight line and carried on straight off the pitch <laughs> and into the stands. <laughs> but now he's obviously been... Um, he's learned they trained him how to actually pass properly and cross it properly. And That's so, nice. yeah, I mean, he absolutely fucking rinsed us dry last night. It was impossible to handle. I think that against any team, any fullback in the country, he's going to... He's going to cause problems. He's going to call. He's going to ask questions that are difficult to answer. <laughs> Good. So he'll get a, a better job somewhere else soon than you reckon. Maybe Wolf, I don't know. Wolfman. I mean, he might not have the. He's not. You know. He's no. He's not <clears> like yet the sort of player who's going to be at City, but at that level, you know, the just outside the top two or three clubs, he's going to be fucking dangerous. I mean, yeah. He might, he might move to like a Tottenham or an Arsenal, I suppose. Right, okay. That's it from this then, because we've run out of time and I need to go away and edit that bit that we're not allowed to use before I forget. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back after the weekend. So just enjoy your weekend. That's all we can ask for. That's Try. it. Just rest. Just rest. Just fucking rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.